Good morning, my listeners. Thank you for your feedbacks. Let's pray this morning. Father in the heaven, we thank you for provision, for health, for life in the name of Jesus. I pray, O Lord, our God, that you make us more discerning in a time like this to sift the information, to know what to eat and to drink, to sift the poison from the food and from the drinks. In the name of Jesus, Lord, remove the fear from us. As you declare in your word, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, I declare over my listeners, you have not given us the spirit of fear. Therefore, we shall not fear, but we shall have boldness and we shall have sound mind. We shall be designing we shall be discerning and wise in this season in the name of Jesus. Let your glory cover us. Let your glory be seen upon us in the name of Jesus. And Lord, please make us a blessing to our neighbors, to our friends, to families that will come across in this season in the name of Jesus. Give me your trance to speak your word again and give us a hearing ear, an understanding heart in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This morning, I'll be talking to you still on the Dominion series, but I'll be talking on the Dominion ideology. we we'll read from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. The dominion ideology is as old as man. It started at creation. When God created man, he created man to have dominion. So dominion is a mandate given to men by God. A delegated authority. It is not your authority. It is a delegated authority. Understanding this is going to help us in the course of this study. There are two things that we must 
come to terms with about dominion. The first is that dominion is a delegated authority. The second is that dominion is not a one-man thing. It's teamwork. If you look at verse 27 of Genesis 1, 26, the Bible says that God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. It was not a one-man affair. God added someone to the man. Hallelujah. So the first thing is that it is a delegated authority. So people in authority should always remember that the ultimate power is of God. Because that will put in the check and balances. It will keep them in check so that they will not go out of control. Because absolute power corrupts absolutely. When men begin to play God, they go down more quickly than any other thing. And the truth is that most of the men and women that rule over us today play God. In 1 Samuel chapter 2, Hannah made a very profound prayer. I read from verses 1 through to 8. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside him. Neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more exceedingly, exceeding proudly, let not arrogance come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty men are broken, and they that stumbled are guarded with strength. They that were full have hired out themselves for bread, and they that were hungry ceased. So that the barren had born seven, and she that had many children is waxed feeble. The Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. He raiseth up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill. To set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. And he set the world upon them. When our leaders understand that control is given to men by God. 
they will cease from wielding authority the way they do today. Look at Romans chapter 13 verse 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. So the dominion ideology is God's. Meekness is the key to attaining and maintaining true dominion. And true dominion is what we will be looking at in this series. The second thing we must not look away from is the fact that dominion is not a one-man thing. The leaders must learn to work in harmony with all arms of government. In every organization, there are different arms. Coordination is important. Being a realist allows you take advice from each head of your department, from the men in the field, understanding that dominion is not a one-man affair. Together, everyone achieves more. That's the acronym team. God didn't give dominion to man alone. He offered it to man and woman together. Not separately, but together. Indicating that they are a team. Dominion is a team thing. And don't get this notion that it changed after Eden. No. Woman never failed in Eden. They failed together in Eden. Both the man and the woman. Look at Genesis chapter 3, verse 6, and see what the scripture says there. I read, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. He, she gave to her husband with her. She didn't go looking for her, for him. He was there with her. Hallelujah. Adam had everything the devil said, but chose to play smart. So he kept mood and said within himself, if this thing turns bad, I'll blame Eve for it. But if it succeeds, wow, they both will take the praise. <laughs> Some of us men still sit by the fence today. But that's a story for another day. So dominion is for a team. Hallelujah. But talking about the dominion ideology, there are certain things that dominion 
does not entail, though today rulers bring them to play. One is that dominion is not meant to inspire fear. It is meant to inspire enthusiasm. You need to understand dominion so that you can flow with it. So that you can have the proper thing. Dominion inspires enthusiasm. It is born out of impacting lives. It is born out of influence. It is not born out of force. No. Dominion should stem from humility, meekness, a desire to coach, not from oppression. Dominion is not about oppression. It's not about forcing people. No. Dominion should appreciate corporate responsibility in times of breakdown. For example, we are facing the coronavirus pandemic. It's a corporate responsibility. The government, the public, the private sectors, every individual is involved. But the leadership is having challenges because they were not carrying the people along ab initio, especially in the developing world. So because they were not carrying the people along, because the amenities are not in place, because the government have not done what they were supposed to do ab initio, the things they say at now is not sinking in. The people see them as fake. So when dominion is understood and it is properly utilized, everything falls in place. Dominion is not necessarily a reflection of one's authority. Rather, it should be a mirror of one's goodwill. The goodwill one enjoys. And goodwill comes from coaching others, impacting lives, influencing people by good deeds. Hallelujah. Dominion is a teamwork. I repeat. And his strength lies in the ability to make others work for you without feeling bad. The man that follows you, the man that works so hard, for your cause. It's not meant. To feel bad. Doing it. 
Understanding the dominion ideology will make us value training, leadership trainings. Leaders ought to be trained, raised. If you look at the stories flying here and there, you discover that some of them are not warranted. For example, I was speaking to someone on phone today over a video clip of what happened in my town in Anambra State in Nigeria where a trigger-happy policeman shot Two persons. And I said to him, it does not matter the provocation. The truth is, or rather the question is, what was the policeman doing with a gun loaded with life ammunition on a street where he was simply trying to make sure people stayed at home. When we lose our trust as leaders, there is nothing we'll say to the people anymore that matters. So things need to be done accordingly. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. I want to show you something as I run to round up. Verses 16 and 17. The Bible says, Woe to thee, O land, when your king is a child, and your princes eat in the morning. Blessed art thou, O land, when your king is the son of nobles. And your princes eat in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. Leaders are not supposed to be found in riotous living. Unnecessary partying. They are supposed to be distinct. If I look at my country today in Nigeria and the different scenarios of our of the life pattern of our different politicians and our different leaders. And I asked myself, is this what is obtainable in other countries of the world? There are things we ought to do and there are things we ought not to do. There are certain side of a leader that must never, and I repeat, never be caught in public eye. Let's have a rethink if we really want leadership. Let's go back to the drawing board. 
if we really want dominion. Most importantly, as I draw the curtain, let us always remember that there is God watching us. Take a cue from the many leaders that have died and remember that the throne, no one sits on the throne forever. The throne is nobody's father's property. You vacate it for another to sit on it. There is God who is the true maker of leaders. Be they presidents, be they governors, be they parliamentarians, whatever term we may use. God is still God. And he rules in the affairs of men. Through men, democracy is the government of the people, by the people, for the people. If we really understand that the government is by the people, then we will lead the people with that understanding that it is the people that made us. It is the people that will report to. It is the people that decide our fate. We will tread with caution. And my prayer is that if any leader listens in and hears this message, he will retrace his steps if he's not on the right path. He will go back to the drawing board and come back a better leader in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Gracious God, I thank you once again for the opportunity to send across your word. And I pray, O oh Lord, that everyone that have listened in this day will have an understanding of dominion as a delegated authority and as a team authority in the name of Jesus. Give us, O oh God, the courage to face the challenges of life. Bestow upon us the might that is needed to conquer the things that are before us. And Lord, for this pandemic, I rebuke the power of darkness in the name of Jesus. And I say, let there be light. Peace in the name of Jesus. I lift up the precious blood of Jesus Christ once again. As life to them that believe. And I pray that that life in us who believe. Become a light to the world. That drives this darkness from the wet. In the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Still your host, Chijoke Ejikeme. You can still reach me on the numbers 
plus two three four eight zero six six seven seven nine four five three or plus two three four eight zero two three one seven six six three nine stay safe <laughs>